When do you want to retire? Today's guests, Allie and Matt Owen, share their story of how they saved up, paid off debt, and now live their dream of traveling and having adventures in Clifford, their big red van. Meanwhile, helping other couples own their future as well. Oh, and by the way, they're only 28 years old. The Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. So we talk with amazing couples who share their stories and incredible experts who share their wisdom about building a life together. And at the end of every show, we give you a conversation starter so you and your spouse can build more intimacy and connection in your marriage by having conversations that matter. Well, hello there, family. It's Danielle and Justin. This is episode 103. Hey, you know what? If you missed us explaining this before, we say framily, F-R-A-M-I-L-Y. And family are, it's those people who are so close, the friends that are so close that they're like family. They're your refrigerator friends, the people that have the key to your house, things like that. Yes. So the the legendary marriage community, we talk about this this idea of family and it's just, it's, uh, we just wanted to... Cl- so you're to, saying everybody here is welcome into our refrigerator? Absolutely. They won't find much. <laughs> they won't find much. But it is Thanksgiving week. It we is do Thanksgiving. We do need to be clearing out some room in the fridge for... All the like super seventy four pound turkey that I bought <laughs> at Costco. No, you didn't. But you probably bought something pumpkin related because seriously, you guys, Justin has a pumpkin. Pumpkin a- time, pumpkin time. Yeah, it's pumpkin time, pumpkin time, pumpkin time. <laughs> a pumpkin addiction, <laughs> which is <laughs> my point is proven right there. Everything I can stop anytime I want. I don't think you can, honey. No, I probably couldn't. All right, so I don't yes. want to. Thanksgiving this week, I got a good idea. Let's say what we're thankful for. Okay. Um, you asked me first. Okay, what are you thankful for, honey? I'm thankful for your sexy podcast voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am thankful. I'm actually fidgeting with these right now in my hands. My, my headphones... Uh, I've got this great pair of Bluetooth headphones for when I'm at the gym, Mm. which reminds me, before we dive into today's episode, we just wanted to let you know that we are beginning to work with some great affiliates and sponsors like Amazon to provide valuable resources for you, our listeners. Yeah, these sponsors and affiliates help us offset the cost of producing this podcast each week and keep bringing you Great guess while we expand what we're doing all across Legendary Marriage. So please consider our affiliates and sponsors for your holiday shopping and beyond. (laughs) So, hey, everybody, just a few announcements. You know, our vision for Legendary Marriage is to impact one million couples in the next two years. Woohoo! That's one million marriages called forth from ordinary to legendary. One million couples stepping out of being roommates into becoming soulmates. One million couples who will refuse to settle for ordinary. A million families transformed forever. So fasten your seatbelts because we're about to turn up the temperature in here. Ooh, I feel like I should do a booty dance for that. Oh, uh, after we're done recording. (laughs) Uh, So if you want to be a part of the adventure, then welcome to the family because we need all the help we can get. So here's a few ways that you can join and help us live out this mission to impact a million 
families. So if you enjoy the show and you found value in our conversations, please do two things. Share the show with your friends. Tell them. Show them. Send it to them. Help us get the word out. A million couples... It's big vision. So we're going to need some teamwork. Um, subscribe, rate, and review the show through our podcast app, f- iPhone, computer, whatever you have. Um, because those reviews help the show grow and serve more couples who want to bring their or- marriages from ordinary to legendary. Yes. Number three, and, if you're not involved in our community on Facebook, it's time to join the family. Welcome. This is a group for men and women who are sick and tired of settling for ordinary because they know that ordinary marriages don't survive, let alone thrive. So we talk in the group about everything. So wherever you're at, whatever's going on, you have a family that cares, that stands with you and by you and will stand for you and will support and encourage you every step of the way. Oh, finally. Legendary Marriage website, great place to find resources, information about our intensives, coaching offerings, and so check it out at legendarymarriage.com. All right. All right. That's all we have. That's all the announcements for now. All right. So this week- Let's get to the show, because this is awesome. On the show, we have Matt and Allie Owen, founders of owennearfuture.com. They know, they, you might know them from Huffington Post, MSN, CNBC, or their wildly popular YouTube channel. They have saved 70, hello, percent of their income for four years and are now enjoying mini retirement. This is so crazy. Uh, Yeah. They're traveling across the Americas in their self-converted bright red sprinter van named Clifford. (laughs) <laughs> Which is so perfect. I love it. I want a Clifford. It is their hope to help more people get out of debt, maximize their savings so they can pursue their own version of financial freedom. So let's welcome to the show, Matt and Allie Owen. All right. So we are joined on the podcast today, Matt and Allie Owen, and they have saved 70% of their incomes for the last four years. Hello. And are now enjoying a mini retirement at age 28, traveling the Americas in their self-converted bright red sprinter van named Clifford. <laughs> and it is their hope to help more That's people awesome. get out of debt, maximize their savings so they can pursue their dreams of financial freedom. You guys, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for having us. Definitely. We're excited to be here. Um, Justin, do you even know where to start with this? Like, there's just uh, so much. I mean, immediately I start with like self-converted van. And so I'm like, I want to hear the story of like, of like converting the van, but that's not, that, that's not like on you're point a, for us. You're a geek like that. I, I am know. a total geek about stuff like that. We'll get there. All right. So how did y'all meet to begin with? So me and Allie met in Bakersfield after we both had started working. I've been living there about a year and I think Allison had only been there a couple months, but one of my coworkers had gone to grad school with Allison. So it was my company holiday party and I needed a date. So my coworker set me up with Allison's best friend and she took Allison. So pretty much upon arrival to the party, we ended up date swapping and I sat next to Allison at dinner and we kind of talked all night about travel and different experiences and really just hit it off. You guys were already starting to talk about travel on your first date. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to know, how did you know to say yes um, to marriage, you guys? Like, how did you know you were the 
This was the one. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I knew it, even though I'm pretty sure we broke up after this, but I think there were a couple breakups between, <laughs> you know, first date and marriage, but it's all right. We're with you, you guys. Yeah. We broke up it's quite normal. a few times too. And it, yeah. you know. Um, we went to Japan, so I wanted to test to see how he would do in a foreign country. And so we, like six months into dating, we went to Japan. Neither of us had ever been there and we didn't speak the language. It was, you know, very different from our comfort zones. And so I wanted to see how we would do together in an environment like that. And we got along great. It was super fun and super easy. I think Matt tested me that Mm -hmm. Christmas you yeah, it took her to Canada in, in the middle of winter in December. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to wait, test. Wait, wait, why, why was that the test? Why Why Canada? Because um, I'm from Colorado. I really love the snow, um, skiing, all of that. Allison grew up outside of L.A., so never saw snow, really, other than a couple trips to the ski mm-hmm. hill. So I had to see how she did in some cold temps so i knew that mountain life could be in our future potentially (laughs) i love that you guys were each running tests on each other did the other person know they were being tested (laughs) i love i love that they're honest about the fact that they're running tests because we all do this right (laughs) we all do this we have our little things that we have on our little you know a little folded up piece of paper in your wallet or in your head (laughs) Mm. of like Okay, these are the things I'm gonna I'm gonna like if if she doesn't fit this, she's out or he's out. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good question. Would would they what if they didn't pass the test? I think mm. if we wouldn't have been able to travel together well, then I would have been like, no, this isn't gonna work out. Yeah. I think that it's something that it also shows me how he does in uncomfortable situations and how he doesn't like new situations too yeah i think there's a lot wrapped up in that when you're traveling together travel in and of itself can add challenges Stress. Being in a country where you don't speak a language and navigating yeah just um, getting around but also you know exploring and eating so you guys knew you wanted to travel a lot mm-hmm. when you were getting together so you're newly married and y'all are in California. And tell me about what your jobs kind of looked like back then, because I know it looks drastically different today. So we both were engineers in the oil and gas industry and had worked for about, I worked for four years and Matt worked for five years. And we were pursuing financial independence, like saving a ridiculous amount of our income to try to reach retirement at, in our 30s. Um, but then we kind of reached this point where, wait a minute, back it up here, back it up. You wanted to retire in your early thirties. Like where did that idea come from? Cause I know most people that would never occur to them in a million years. I was already kind of frugal when I started my job. And I remember asking my family financial advisors, like, I want to retire early. I want to retire at 50. And he told me I'd be lucky if that, if I could make that happen. And literally a couple months after that, Allie forwards me this article from Mr. Money Mustache. I think it was the shockingly simple math to early retirement, one of his like, you know, cornerstone articles. And Mm -hmm. Mr. Money Mustache is a guy who retired in his early Mm -hmm. thirties. Him and his wife were software engineers. And 
really just like lit a spark in me because you don't really know something's possible for you until you see someone else that has done it. So as soon as I saw like him having achieved this and he wrote about how he did it, I said, okay, that's totally possible for us too. Like, why can't we do that? Wow. And so you were both of the same mindset that you wanted to retire early. I don't think initially we were, I think we kind of grew that together and it was, I was kind of unhappy with my job and felt like it, I was not on purpose and I was not like living my, my highest life or my best life. And Matt was working like 12 hour days with a two hour commute every day. And so I think we just saw that we wanted something different for our lives together. And this was like an avenue to get something different. Now, when you say, and this is, this is something that I've heard from you, you saved like 70% of your income to be able to save up for this. How on earth is that possible? First of all, and second of all, were you guys just like living a miserable life for that long? Like, what were you doing? Just like eating locusts out of the backyard or like what was going on there? (laughs) Harvesting locusts. I love that. (laughs) Uh, Well, one, I want to preface saying like we had high salaries. So we were making a combined income of 250,000 a year, which made it easier to save 70% of our income. So I don't think that's possible for everyone. Um, while living like a realistic lifestyle. Um, But one thing that we did that was really helpful was we purchased a house and rented out three of the bedrooms. So that made our housing cost essentially zero. We definitely kind of went against the grain and a lot of the consumerist nature. So all of our friends had brand new cars or driving BMWs. Mm -hmm. I bought like a 2005 Prius to get to and from work for my two hour commute. Um, Allie had like a really old Honda Accord. Mm -hmm. So we kept the cars like really cheap, really good gas mileage. Um, We pretty much stopped going out to the bars and going out to eat with people. Um, Did a lot of home cooking and then would invite people into our home for social Mm -hmm. events. So like trying to reduce expenses on that. We started travel hacking to, you know, feed our travel bug, which we absolutely couldn't give up completely. Um, Even for our honeymoon, we took a honeymoon in Cozumel. Mexico, and then spent like $1,600 for 10 days down there. For both of us. Wow. Um, What do you mean? What is travel hacking? I'm not super familiar. Yeah. So travel hacking is using credit cards and credit card rewards specifically to get cheap or reduce travel. So we would open a few cards, hit their like minimum spend. It's like get a hundred thousand points for spending $3,000 in three months. Um, So we would spend the same amount of money we would normally, but just channel it through this new card we opened Mm. to get a bunch of travel rewards points. We don't recommend this for people who struggle with like overspending or holding credit card debt. It's really only beneficial if you can pay your credit card off every month. And that's when the points make make sense. Yeah. Now, what made you guys kind of, what made you guys passionate about paying down all your debt and you know, living that financially free life? Was that something that was instilled at a young age? Or like, how did you guys become passionate about that financial freedom piece? Definitely not for me. It wasn't instilled. (laughs) I would say, um, I think I saw money being a big point of contention between my mom and dad. My parents were divorced. And I was like, kind of stuck in the middle of it a lot of times. And 
like having to ask my dad for money or like having to kind of be in the middle of it. And so I think I saw initially like money was stressful to me. And like every time we talked about it, I felt a lot of anxiety. Um, but getting to the point where we now are and like communicating openly about it and having our monthly money meetings has really changed my money story and made me feel empowered and like on track to achieving goals. Um, but that's a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, my family was pretty frugal. I'd say we were kind of pretty much middle-class. My mom was a waitress. My dad was a police officer mm-hmm. growing up. So I never really wanted for anything, but we didn't really have a lot, especially compared to some of the people where I grew up outside of Aspen, Colorado. Oh, wow. That's but some high brick yeah so you know the comparison game starts early when you're young and you see what you have versus your friends and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. um so it always been kind of frugal I think what really like lit the fire under me to pursue financial independence was like at that point I was you know enjoying my job but it seemed like being able to travel and kind of create a life around whatever I wanted it to be instead of whatever I had to do to make money Uh such like a liberating thought that I could attain Mm -hmm. that so so is there a whole group of people you had mentioned um reading an article and I know you have you guys are advocates of the f-i-r-e fire movement Mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that yeah so Mr. Money Mustache was kind of the pioneer of the movement I would say Mm -hmm. And then this FIRE, financial independence, retire early term got coined somewhere along there. But yeah, there's like a subset of people. We we just went to a conference called FinCon and there was like 2,000 people there that not all of them are like pursuing FIRE, but a good portion of them are. Um, and yeah, it's like just, it's the subset of people. I don't even know how many. Yeah, I don't know either. It's yeah. definitely caught um kind of started trending here in the last like few years i think Mm -hmm. it's a very popular notion with kind of millennial age group um who are more prone to kind of bouncing around jobs anyway like looking for a lot of purpose and this Mm -hmm. is saying if you do these things you know then you can live a life that's purpose-filled without any concern about making ends meet now that's really that's really curious so did you guys just save a bunch of money or do you continue to make money even though you're are you retired right now so we call what we're doing a kind of a mini retirement because we didn't quite reach our financial independence number um we would have liked to have about 1.2 million dollars saved up that would have been enough money that we could have theoretically lived off of those investments forever we made it to about half of that Um, before we decided to take the leap and leave our jobs. And we did that because we were feeling kind of unhappy with uh, the work we were doing and the location that we were living. And we knew that we would make more money in the future. Um, We're working on starting some businesses and some other, you know, income generating activities. Mm -hmm. So we were confident we'd be able to make up the rest um, and work on something that we're passionate about. Okay, so what do you do as people that are retired at 28? <laughs> Not a lot. Of, we don't golf and <laughs> you know, do stereotypical retirement things. <laughs> we actually work a lot. Um, we have two businesses. We have a financial coaching and courses for couples to help them get out of debt so they can have more freedom in their lives. 
And then we also have a food product that is catered towards the ketogenic and paleo diet community. So it's like snacks and treats for them. Now we have to get to the point of like, you guys travel a lot together. Um, where notice how quickly, notice how quickly Danielle moves past that. Cause like <laughs> I, I'm all about keto and, and I keep trying to get her in on this and she's just like, I, yeah. So moving right along. <laughs> I just, um, I like to just go sweat my booty off for like an hour and a half working out. I'd rather do that. <laughs> that's, why, that's my plan. Why is it an either or? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm already good. Why would I change? Um, so y'all are traveling. Um, what is kind of your plan for travel for retirement? Where are you guys going? Where are you living? Yeah, so we spent the last, six months exploring the east coast and like the midwest a little bit and so we were full-time living in the van and then this winter we are settling down because we do have the food products that we're trying to come up with more products to come out with so we're settling down where we can get like a commercial kitchen space and create more product there in outside of aspen colorado mm-hmm. um and going to be skiing a lot and then we have plans to go to Europe after that for a couple months doing house sitting. We'll get back to our conversation in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you about the Legendary Marriage Intensive. The next intensive is scheduled for February 14th through the 17th, 2019, and the waitlist is now open for interested couples. This adventure coaching intensive is designed to help you redefine the trajectory of your marriage and your family forever. This isn't a weekend of passive listening. It's a highly engaging, interactive, fun, and intensive experience that will help you break through the stuck places in your relationship, reconnect on a deeper level, restore the broken, hurting places, and renew the romance, intimacy, and adventure that brought you together in the first place. Over the course of three days together, we will enjoy powerful conversations, an amazing outdoor adventure, delicious food, luxury accommodations, and transformational coaching. You'll leave with a full heart, a smile on your face, and staggering clarity, not only about how to love each other better, but how to build a legacy together. And you'll have a strategic plan that's proven and practical. Now, we only take six couples at a time on these retreats because we want to invest deeply in everyone there. Legendary Marriage Intensive is for couples who are ready to invest to take their marriage to the next level and transform their family forever. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to legendarymarriage.com slash intensive and join the wait list. That way we'll be able to send you some more information. It's time for more It's time for an adventure. It's time for a getaway. It's time for Legendary Marriage Intensive. And now back to our conversation. Now, I want to hear about the van. So how did this come about? Yeah. Give give us the 411 on Clifford here, because I'm I'm super curious about this. (laughs) (laughs) So... We were looking at traveling and we thought we would just travel maybe in the Prius, but then we thought that would be kind of uncomfortable. So we were looking at like an RV and getting an RV that has good gas mileage because we were we knew we'd be like traveling quickly 
is impossible pretty much. <laughs> the only ones they now have um some on the sprinter chassis that are like they're like sixty thousand dollars though because they're yeah like in the past few years they've just started coming out with them and so then we were like well this can we find like an empty sprinter van and just like convert that ourselves um and that's what we ended up doing we found an empty mercedes sprinter van on craigslist and spent six weeks uh learning how to construct things with wood and learning electrical and <laughs> yes yeah oh it was so how do you fun. build an interior of something like that that doesn't just like shake apart on the road <laughs> <laughs> that was our biggest fear yeah um, thankfully matt's a perfectionist because it would have <laughs> shaken apart if i did it because i would have just glued them all together uh, but yeah i mean i was a little bit concerned about it too so i just tried to put you know extra screws and make sure that everything was glued also and you know it was thick enough wood that it would stand up and so far we had a really good luck yeah uh, everything held together throughout our six-month trip without wow. any trouble yeah so that do you camp a lot like you live in the van we live mm -hmm. in the van yeah yep, we were full-time we have a full queen-size bed in there and a fridge kitchen kitchen yeah. stove microwave restroom we have a toilet that we actually haven't even used because we neither of us wants to dump it out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the least fun part of RVing. Yeah. <laughs> and a shower? Do you shower in there too? No, we use a gym membership and just Planet Fitness has locations all around the country. Yeah. So. Oh. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Okay. So what are some things that you've learned about each other from being on the road, living in a van together? In like 212 square feet or whatever. Sure. Sure. Oh, like half of, 70 less than square half of that. Feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, things we learned about each other. I think the build was one of the hardest parts because mm -hmm. She said we did it in six weeks, and we did that because we only gave ourselves four weeks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we put ourselves on this timeline because we had renters moving into our house. Yeah. Um, and we ended up missing that a little bit. But that, yeah, my perfectionism really came out, which I think had kind of yeah. been hidden before. Um, and he pretended to be this, like, cool, chill guy. And then we get to building a van, and he's like... A total perfectionist. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very eye-opening and a little bit stressful experience. Yeah. Um, even more so than traveling, I think. It would just have to be perfect, like the van build. Yeah. And then I would try to like do something and help out. And I would feel like disempowered because it wasn't perfect, you know. I put I cut the holes in the roof for the lights and they're like off-centered by like three inches. Because <laughs> I'm not a perfectionist at all. And well, three inches, that's a lot when you're yeah. in such a small space. <laughs> I know. I'm not good at cut. What is it? Cut or measure twice, cut once. Yeah. yeah. Measure twice, cut once, measure again, cut again, cut again, <laughs> cut again, cut again, cut again, cut again, cut again. So I want to know, what do your friends and family think about your mini retirement plan? So majority is supportive, I would say. Yeah. We have a few people who are scared for us, I think. They're like, sure. 
fearful about us leaving our jobs and fearful about our future, like making businesses succeed is, is scary. And we're kind of going against the status quo. So I think there's a lot of like fear about telling people what we're doing that pe- and people don't really understand. And so we try to just like explain it. And also we just realize that other people's expectations of us are like not our responsibility all the time. Yeah. And so we can choose that, like to let that go. Do you find yourself kind of holding back, sharing about what you're doing with with some people because mm. of that? Definitely. Yeah. I think those people kind of, you know, single themselves out early. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely very vocal about sharing what we're doing on social media and on sure. um, Facebook and everything else. Just because, like, we want to be those people to somebody else who Mr. Money Mustache was to us. Like, showing them that, hey, there's yeah. a different way you can live your life. Mm-hmm. And you just don't know that until you see someone do it. So we want to be that for somebody else. But yeah, those people that were kind of disapproving, um, yeah, we try to limit the amount we put it in front of them. Yeah. (laughs) Now, can anybody, like if you're just any couple, can any couple do the early retirement, you know, at age 28, like y'all have? Is it possible for everybody? I think it's possible, like living in the Western world. I think we have a lot of opportunities. I don't know about like other countries. Um, I think it's possible for educated people making like good salaries. Um, I think being on a low income and being in in poverty is a whole other struggle um, that I'm not saying like they'll be able to retire at 28 or take this, you know, I think um, there's a lot more that goes into that. like gaining skills, like we're, we're highly educated. We have a lot of skills that we can use, um, that give us confidence to do what we're doing. Um, so yes and no. Yeah. (laughs) So how do, like, if, if somebody's listening, like, obviously we're very, you know, this sounds great. Like Mm -hmm. what are some first steps that you can take to start moving in that direction? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the biggest thing we did was just start to educate ourselves, right? Like when we first read that Mr. Money Mustache article, we weren't any different than any of our peers. We were spending almost all of the money that we made, even though we had really high incomes that we'd, you know, been to school for a long time to earn. Mm-hmm. But once we kind of had this idea and this goal, it was easy to align our life in that direction. And it took yeah. time to pick up these skills of travel hacking, yeah. of, you know, purchasing the house with the purpose of reducing our mortgage or eliminating our mortgage payment. And, you know, getting used to the idea of doing these other things for social activities, like going hiking instead of going out to the bars. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a lot of time to do all these things, but I would say just like educating yourself, getting into that environment where other people are pursuing the same goals, bouncing mm-hmm. ideas off of each other, reading their blog posts on, you know, how they're working on that to achieve it mm-hmm. was like, it's really the steps we went through. And just keep expanding the gap between your income and your expenses. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think if you do that, it's totally feasible for anyone now with like a moderate, even middle-class income to mm-hmm. reach retirement like years and years before anyone else. Like we were able to do it super young because we were aided by really high incomes, but most people don't retire till 65. And even then most people aren't prepared to retire at 65. So I think any normal middle-class family could easily do it, you know, in their Mm forties, 50 without 
and a real struggle. Yeah. Now you guys, you said that you really had this thought, you know, you said you kind of grouped in with the rest of the millennials and you said, we want to live with a purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what is kind of the purpose you guys are going after right now? And like, what do you think the future looks like, you know, 10 or 20 years down the road for you guys down the road? (laughs) (laughs) I think being in our jobs, we felt really disconnected from how we were helping people. Um, being in the oil industry, like, yeah, you are helping people like to fuel their cars and to, to, um, to create plastics and stuff. But that also felt kind of like misaligned with our values in a way, because we're kind of like anti-consumerist and, um, yeah, we try to use like as little plastics as possible. And, um, yeah, so, our purpose that we've really discovered is wanting to just help people like in a more direct way and get that like sense that we are contributing to society. And yeah, it's nice to have that like immediate feedback from someone that you're working with. So like I mentioned, we're trying to be that example for someone else to live kind of an unconventional lifestyle. And I think our message really is that you can live a life that's aligned with your values and that, you know, feeds your soul. You don't have to necessarily work uh, and do whatever it is you do just for the money. Because we felt like that's what we were doing. We were just working for the money. We didn't want to be in that position. Um, So try to encourage people, you know, to pursue that in whatever way works for them. It doesn't have to be living in a van, but it can just be, you know, organizing your life in a way that, that moves you closer to your ideal life. So that's kind of what we're trying to do by helping people with their finances, get everything um, help with some of that education and speed up the process that we took four years to learn. We can, you know, download a lot of that information to someone a lot faster. And do you think you'll do the van thing for, for a long time? So we've been talking about that. Ali yeah. mentioned Europe and our plans. So I think we're planning to go across to Europe probably in the spring and then house sit and do some slow travel through there with the house sitting. Um, so we most likely we'll return to van life when we get back. Um, but we're not sure we want to have kids yeah. sometime in the next couple of years, two to three years. So it depends on how long we spend over there and how van life fits in with maybe some young kiddos might have to get something at least a little bigger. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they don't use or a, a toilet for a while. You can get rid of that toilet space and put like a pack and play in there. <laughs> There you go. When when Justin and I um we did the RV trip where we traveled the traveled the US for six months, we actually made a baby cage for our daughter. <laughs> and our our we Oh had, Danielle, why are you saying this? The, the baby cage. Oh, the hate mail. Oh. You're gonna get so much hate mail for this. It was, right, a, go on. it was a cushiony baby cage. Okay. <laughs> So you know how in a motor coach you have like that really deep windshield and then it just goes straight up Well, in the windshield. We're like, this is so much extra space. And we got sick of taking the pack and play up and down and up and down. So we made like a little, um, baby cage that we hooked up (laughs) into the ceiling and she was, it was kind of like a hammock kind of. It was like a hammock. Yeah. It was a baby hammock. It was a flat bottom hammock 
Uh-huh. It was a flat bottomed hammock with with the fabric that like mesh fabric. Yeah, so she could breathe up on the sides and clip, <laughs> and it clipped into hooks at the top, so it kind of hung there. Yeah, and so she couldn't like roll out or anything or fall out. But it was it was like a pack and play, but it just sat on it. It hung from the the cabinet above the dash. But all that to say is like, I know, like, believe me, I get the heart for travel that you guys are all about. Like, I love it. I love every single bit of it. Kids come along when they come along and they're going to be part of the adventure. Like, because you guys have that adventurous spirit, they're going to have that too. And you just want to instill it in them as a wise sage. Like, I sound like I'm like... I'm bringing down this wisdom from the mountain or something. But um, but if you have them start traveling when they're really, really little and you have them travel long and hard and um, to awesome places, they will relish it for the rest of their lives and you won't yeah. have those. You know, we have friends that say, oh my gosh, how do you travel? Like regularly we do a two-day road trip across the country to see our family and our Mm -hmm. girls love every minute of it. And some of our friends just marvel at like, how could they possibly do that? We can't travel two hours without our kids losing it. And, um, you just do it. You just do it. It's, it'll be fun. So Allie and Matt, you guys are on the road. You have your two businesses going. Um, I want to hear a little bit more about how our listeners can find you. If they're getting really excited about this whole retire at a young age thing, I know you've got some resources that you can kind of point us at. Our favorite platform to post on is YouTube. And our YouTube channel is Owen Your Future, Owen, our last name. Our website is owenyourfuture.com and Instagram, ownyourfuture, Twitter, ownyourfuture. Yeah. And if you're into the ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. you can check out the food products at primalnoms.com. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Justin's already <laughs> buying it. He's got it in the cart. <laughs> I love it, you guys. like typing it up right now all right we're gonna do a real quick thing before we sign off we are going to do a little bit of thing we call the lightning round right now it's time for the lightning round (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna ask a couple quick questions of y'all and then just answer at the same time and then we'll just kind of go from there Ooh, answer at the same time yeah answer at the same time just just answer as quick as you can all right, okay. here we go. All right, um, toilet paper, over or under? Over. Over. I thought you were going to say, we don't use toilet paper in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> that was a trick question. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, um, nookie time, lights on or off? On. Off. All right, there we go. Oh, Favorite place you visited in the last year? Maine. Yeah, New Hampshire. Oh, all right. New England, baby. All right. um, Toothpaste, roll or squeeze? Squeeze. (laughs) All right. Last one. And it doesn't have to be about each other. Um, Your pet peeve? Um, Chewing your mouth open. (laughs) It's not her, though. (laughs) 
lightning round. I there. know. I'm not my my brain's not very lightning <laughs> fast right now. It's okay. It's okay. You can you can go with Matt. You can go with Matt. All right. Yeah. So this is not okay. You guys are really good on the lightning round. That was awesome. <laughs> um, and now that makes yeah, me want to go passed. to England. <laughs> good. Check. Um, so my last question, this is we're done with the lightning round, is what do you guys think it takes to build a legendary marriage? Vulnerability. And that's a really great one. Mm-hmm. And I think tying on to what we talked about earlier, just communication. Being vulnerable and communicating openly, I think, go together. A lot of really uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. I love that because yeah. so many of us are unwilling to have the conversations that we need to have. So thank you for bringing that. That is, uh, we uh, 100% are on board with all of that. Um, and I yeah. will include in the show notes, all those links to Matt and Allie and what they're doing. And you can see um, parts of their awesome adventure. They've got their blog up there about, Um, every little thing that they do from the road. So you'll have a lot of fun connecting with them there and on YouTube too. You guys, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having us. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. I love how they are just carving their own lane. Yes. Forget the haters. (laughs) You know, Justin and I, we've run into this a few times. You know, you do things a little out of the box. The haters come out of the woodwork. Sure. And Matt and Allie, they just... They just keep on a trucking. Yeah. Literally. And they're, <laughs> they're making a difference for other couples too. So if your goal is to retire at 30 years old and, and you know, tour the country or tour the, the continent in, in a sprinter van, awesome. But if it's to do something else, like still connect with them because they just have some great ideas and advice on how to own or Owen your financial future. <laughs> Before we get to the talk about it segment, a few words from our sponsors. Let's talk about dinner. I don't know about you, but we have a habit of eating out much more than we really need to. Yeah. Mostly because some days with everything we got going on, cooking is just too much work. Yeah, between work and school and homework and everything else going on, it can be tough to eat healthy, especially on a budget. And that's where I love how Freshly comes in. Yeah, Freshly offers chef-prepared, all-natural gourmet meals delivered right to your doorstep through a weekly subscription model. Yeah, healthy means that the menu is designed using whole natural ingredients. Every meal is packed with high-quality proteins, heart-healthy fats, and nutrient-dense carbs. Mm, So freshly meals will never contain gluten, refined sugars, or artificial additives. Meals arrive in fresh, never frozen, and are ready to eat within three minutes. This is so cool. So to take advantage, you can go to legendarymarriage.com slash freshly to get 30% off your first month and begin enjoying fresh, delicious meals delivered to your door every week. It's totally cool. Me. All right. So everybody shops on Amazon, right? Yeah, you know. All right. You know, great deals, easy, quick, deliver to your front porch. Well, now you can support Legendary Marriage Podcast by using our Amazon link. What? It doesn't cost you anything. You still get Amazon's great prices and free delivery with your Prime account. And we get to help more couples have conversations that matter. Yes. And build a life, a love, and a legacy together. Oh, yeah. It's super easy, y'all. Just go to legendarymarriage.com slash Amazon and just shop till you drop. No muss, no fuss, no standing in line at the mall. Not that anybody does that anymore, do they? 
All right. Just hit legendarymarriage.com slash Amazon and get shopping. And now the Talk About It segment of the show. Each week, we challenge you to set a time with your spouse to have a conversation that matters. All right. So here's your conversation starter. What's the retirement scenario you dream of? Ooh, I like that. Justin's a big dreamer. We, we're going to have a good conversation about we'll this do that. one. We'll, we'll do this on date night tonight, okay? All right. Um, so next week on the show, we are welcoming Jamie and Nathan Cross, founders of MIG Organic Skincare Company. So early on in their marriage, Jamie and Nathan Cross found their differences just driving a wedge between them. Mm. Through poverty and struggling, God gave them a vision for a million-dollar business that is just something they prayed for. They so they share the ups and downs of how they got there and uh, what they're up to today. We got a chance to meet Jamie. Oh yeah, uh, recently at a at an event, and oh my gosh, I mean she is just amazing. It it makes the conversation we had with her on the show so much so much richer. I know um, they just love to share from the heart. Yeah. Like there was no pull and punches with them. Um, so yeah, we were laughing hysterically and learning from wisdom, and we even teared up a few times. Mm. So I would say I'm going to go out on a limb and say they are some of my new favorite people. What? All right, so you guys don't want to miss it. All right, that's it for today's show. As always, we're talking about all the hot topics from the podcast and so much more over in our free community on Facebook. So come join the conversation. It's over at legendarymarriage.com slash community. You can find this episode and the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash 103. All right, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show so we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Join the family. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Legendary Marriage marriage podcast this is danielle and justin reminding you don't settle for an ordinary marriage make yours legendary 